This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. Part of hosting season seven all about um, essentially creating content that's worth collecting, Web3 Media, crypto native content creators, is bringing people like you, Farouk, and reflecting on what it really means to build a Web3 enabled media company and then building a network of crypto native creators. I want to pick your brain more on that subject specifically, okay? I'm curious how you've seen crypto affect the way we consume and create content um, as a whole, because we're seeing people use NFTs, these these token primitives as a way to build, monetize, and co-own their audience, right? And this is something that we were never able to do in Web2. And like you said, there's incentive alignment with bringing in the element of ownership, right? My bet is that every creator in some way, shape, or form is going to be crypto native in the next few years, right? Whether it be from the tickets that they sell to their concerts, that they have no idea what's happening underneath the hood, selling digital merch and all these digital experiences around it. What are some ways that you've seen best practices of how media companies have enabled the use of of, of crypto and how creators have used crypto as a way to build monetizing on their audience? I think it's like, we're not yet like creating, like, I don't think crypto has yet changed the way we consume content or the way we, we participate, it, no, sorry, it didn't change the way we consume content in the sense that we're still using Web2 platforms. And like, I've, I've very, I'm very well aware that Rogue Video started off of like Twitter spaces, now going out of all the different platforms. We're out a little everywhere now. It's going to be even everywhere more now. And But that's going to change with time because we're early. It's not a bad thing because we're so early, right? It's like, we have all the lenses and the front houses, all these different companies and brands that try, like, you know, uh, do the Web3 stuff. And so that's going to come, we're developing our own tech internally and we're doing a bunch of cool stuff, but like, so, but it has changed slowly and will change over long term what we get for participating within content or creating content or putting something out there. The added value of having a rug radio NFT is not that you get to consume different type of content. Our content is free. There's no token gating of content within how we're building. And I don't, I, that's not how I do it. Personally, not a big fan of token gated content, but that doesn't mean it doesn't work for others. I was sitting down in Paris with Raul Powell, they have real vision. I was, we, we had a conversation around that. Um, and they do it pretty well. For them, it's like an add-on, maybe director's cut, all these different things. I, I like that, but, but hear me out. For us, the value is not, like, I think content and access should be democratized and free because how do, can we talk about onboarding another 100 million people into crypto and NFTs and Web3 if we're not going to like give them the chance to list, like give it them the content? We have to give them almost on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, but the added value of being part of the ecosystem is, well, you get, you have the NFT, you get tokens yielded daily for being there. Well, now we launched our rewards program this week, actually last Friday. So exactly a week ago, but we really pushed this week. Some, some of our shows, you can get Grok token for being a participant in it, for tweeting, for interacting with it, for coming to discord, not just say GM and what up, like actually like interacting with being a part of, and you can do different things and claim different things in the rewards store that we'll be building for the first quarter of next year. But it's the added on top of that, because Web3 doesn't kill Web2, and Web2 is not all bad. That's what a lot of people, there's a misconception. The way Web2 brands and companies and platforms were built are not incentivizing us enough as creators and participants, and it's wrong. The trillion dollar meta valuation at some point, the $50 billion Twitter valuation, the clubhouses came because of you, me, and everybody else. Someone once they shook me and was saying, why are you doing all this content? Why are you doing all this value? And I'm not getting nothing out of it because I didn't used to get nothing out of it. Dude, for most of my life, I've got nothing out of platforms I've built on top of. I built a fucking business on Instagram out of myself. I had to build on the side, get clients, everything. Instagram never gave me something to create on the platform. 
but we all collectively added value to the network. But in this sense, in Web3, it changes everything because in Web2, it's platform first, um, creator, and then consumer. And Web3 is just an everlasting circle, but starts with the participants. The consumer becomes participant. The creator is the educator, the most important people in the space, right? The most important people are the creators, the educators, the people out the entertainers, and then the network gets the value. But then, like I was saying earlier, so I think it really changes the way, not the way it's consumed, but the way, you know, it elevates and enhances the experience of it. And I love the ticketing you're saying about the access, like the best use case for NFTs, aside from like gaming, I love people have love to talk about gaming is media. It's access. It's, 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 it's ticketing. It's, it's rewarding, right? Like people, you do your NFTs for the, for the show. Maybe people buy it. You buy it. like, this goes back also to helping you like I mean, this stuff. Cause I think I'm free, you know, the roadcaster, all this right. camera stuff, like, right. you know, like, and at scale, we have a lot of creators that we're trying to help. Like, you know, it's definitely not free and, and not easy. So I think that's what it is. I think it's, uh, it allows to have a layer on top of it and we'll see where it goes next, but it definitely gives more power to the creator. And that's very important. And every platform right now is fighting for attention from creators. When Elon is tweeting about rewarding creators better than he, they've done at YouTube before, even now the jokes of Mr. Beast being CEO of Twitter and the adding, <laughs> but these things like, because they understand that it's either you adopted that, adapt that or die. But the problem is with big companies and large, large platforms, it's going to take them too long to adopt, to, to like, so we're going to see at some point this new platform come out and it's going to be it. And we're, it's going to work out where like everyone can build on top of. That's what we've built something as platform agnostic that we can tap on top of everything. That's a beautiful part of the Ethereum blockchain. Right. Legos. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.